Holiday your heart out at Old Navy. Today only, all of Old Navy's cozy sleepwear is 50% off. Plus, get 40% off your entire purchase now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Sleepwear valid 1116, 40% valid 1115 to 1120. Exclusions apply. See store for details. You're my unfathomable, precious, unimaginable joy. And you're exceedingly exciting and abundantly more than I can ask for, yeah. With your hand in mine, we will pass through time and space, yeah, yeah. In every second, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Free Thinkers Radio. I'm Ebony Dixon, the baby jumbo. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Jay Will. D. Oh, yo, that me. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Design by God the Building. Good evening, everyone. It's JB Sampson. JB. Hey guys, it's Beth. And we have some guests. We have William from The Change. Welcome, Will. How's it going? Doing well, doing well. And we also have one of our faves. Antoine C. Wright. Strategist. Working on his singing career in the midst, huh? Uh-huh. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Um, we're gonna be talking about some Trump stuff tonight. <laughs> the Trump is not blowing. Yeah, so please um, get My on goodness. Facebook Live, invite your friends, ask your questions, make your comments, and stay tuned for what we're going to talk about. Feel free to think freely. And as you feel free to think freely, we're going to go into this first song. It's called Can't Live Without by Holly. Distance got me wondering where you are right now. One-way conversations got me worn down. Pouring out my heart with you and speak a sound I don't know what I'm after I don't know what I'm doing, doing I don't know what I'm after All I know is I'm lost I don't know what I'm after I don't know what I'm doing, doing I don't know what I'm after All I know is I'm lost without your love There's no point in even waking up Freethinkers Radio, and we are in the building. So we're going to talk about some things going on in our nation. 
Could everybody yes, agree that are. there's some things going on in our nation? Yes, like what? Uh, things. Well, <laughs> one thing is the GOP has quietly closed the investigation on the Flint water Shh, crisis. Don't say nothing else about it. Mm. Wow. No, uh, well, they say scientists say that the water is actually uh, whatever the component is is supposedly safe to drink. The problem is that there's a half of the amount of residents there that were there immediately originally. So the water is if the water was safe at that particular time, like not enough water is going to it's not going to continue to, to yeah. go through. It's not going to be safe for long, you know. So it's just all. I mean, I mean, what they they put new pipes down because I know that was what like. 20 miles of pipes almost that still need to be put down. It has to be, yeah, multi-filtration so, system. you're telling me y'all cleared that many pipes up in these four years? We're talking about a $55 million problem, just mm. for context. Mm. Million. I did think the articles were maybe a little bit mis- misleading <laughs> in the sense that um, they result- they closed the investigation, but they did find you know that there definitely was a lot of guilt um, and you know intentionally getting in the way of um, the government. So, 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 yeah. so let's so let's be clear. There's no a little bit of guilt about this, right? The governor of Michigan should have been indicted and going to jail. So, because let me let me be clear. Had that been any community, had that been a community of privilege, first of all, it never would have happened. Mm. Number two, had it had it happened, and there was the roles were reversed, and there was an African American governor or mayor or just a person of color in charge, I can guarantee you they would have been handcuffs. And there would have been the key would have been thrown away, yeah. uh, and so and so we gotta get out of this idea of trying to paint this cloudy picture when we know it's storming. It is it is storming in, in Flint, Michigan, and the fact that we have the 45th of the president of the United States saying that we're gonna take close to 20 plus billion dollars uh, to build a wall, and we need 55 million dollars to make sure people have clean running water mm-hmm. in Flint, Michigan. It, I mean, it sends me to like mental shambles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really does because it's scary. No way in 2016 should we be even thinking about having discussions that we would have had in <laughs> 1960s. And that's essentially a conversation we would have had in the 1960s where a certain group of people didn't have access to certain to the quality of certain things that another group of people had. And I, I like to call that white versus black. So now it's the have and have nots. But guess what? Guess what it all boils down to? White versus black. And the interesting thing about it is imagine the amount of cities that this problem is going on in and it still hasn't, it hasn't come up yet. So basically right now that's got publicized. But what about the amount of cities that didn't get on TV? The, the fact of the matter, we haven't had one person go to jail because of that. Absolutely. We have not had one person. And, and, and the, the, the real issue I have is the constituency of Flint, Michigan look like me. The majority of the constituencies and the people who are most impacted by the Flint, Michigan water crisis, because it is a crisis, it looked like me. There would have been alarms ringing from here to the other side of heaven had the constituency looked like you, Beth. And that's just the bottom line. Well, I mean, I, or or I think a lot of that has to do with financial situations. Too. Bro, listen, no, that has to do with prioritization because we find money for what we want to find money for. And that's, that's, that's true whether you're Democrat or Republican, no matter where you are in the country. We find ways to fund things that we want to. It, it becomes a matter of priority. What's important and what's not. And usually the have-nots get in the what's not important section and the haves get into the important section. Yeah. What were you going to say, William? I think it's important to keep in mind as well, though, that we're, putting, we're kind of putting the cart before the horse. The investigation has concluded, but... 
charges can still be filed against anybody um, or institution, um, especially, you know, if it is an institutionalized prejudice or intentionally trying to cause harm or disadvantage to other people. My, my man, with all due respect, again, I want to remind you, had it been the other way around and the code colors would have been a little bit different, there would have been no still no other time. They would have been indicted already. And the fact of the matter is the window has already passed, I think, for an indictment because guess what? The investigation is now closed. So unless somebody has the political will who is not democratic to say we need to reopen this investigation, I don't see anybody getting in trouble because the truth of the matter is the staff person for the governor has already said what went down. They've, they've already confirmed that fact. But again, no one has been charged or went to jail. Well, I think, see, the investigation really is about... Um, was figuring out what's going on in the situation. It's not a criminal investigation. That stuff can bring, be brought yet should be. later. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I think it will eventually come to light. Just the same way that we're still prosecuting war crimes in Kosovo and Bosnian and Serbian uh, war criminals. You know, that happened in the 90s, but it's still, it's still happening. You know, just a couple months ago, they're already you want to You people. want to compare paper cups to wine glasses. All I'm saying to you is, if it was a different scenario, there would have been a special called investigation. You Since you like want to talk about criminal or not, there would have already been a special called investigation like it has been in every other place in America when the issues have been reversed and literally somebody would have been receiving indictment. And papers. that's why we have to keep talking about it. Right. Absolutely. It's really important. Exactly. And, and, you know, I think that's what we have to do. We have to keep talking about it. We have to keep bringing it up. That's why we talk about it almost every single show, because we can't just let it go by the wayside just like the a second, lot of the different second things. the protest and all that stuff exactly right. all thoughts of well, that's the thing. And, and, and that's a larger <laughs> issue in this country we protest and rally for a day or a time period to get a news story but then right. what happens next right. what happens next in flint michigan and, and truthfully i mean i know we can say whatever about the election but secretary clinton was the only candidate in the general election that even thought about addressing the Flint, Michigan water crisis. All Feel right. free to think freely. Feel free to think Be freely. right back. Let's keep talking about this Flint, Michigan crisis <laughs> before it slowly fades away from yeah. people's memories. Next song we have playing is Slow Fade by Casting Crowns. glance that ties your hands As darkness pulls the strings Be careful little feet where you go it's the little feet behind you that are sure to follow. It's a slow fade when you give yourself away. It's a slow fade when black and white turn to gray and thoughts invade. Choices are made, a price will be paid. Away. People never crumble in a day. It's a slow We're back. <laughs> Free Thinkers Radio. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Okay, so we're going to move on. 
uh, the next thing that we're gonna talk about, we're gonna get into some Trump stuff. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so, so I think that's part of our problem, right? We tend to move on very quickly, and I'm not saying you, but we as a people, we tend to move on very quickly when mm-hmm. truthfully these issues don't go away because the conversation moves on. So mm-hmm. we have to remind all of our listeners that because we have moved on in the conversation here does not mean that people in Flint, stopped. Michigan yeah. um, are going to have better water tomorrow because they're not. And mm-hmm. until Congress gets the political balls, literally to put $55 million aside to say <laughs> that we need to fix water in Michigan, we're not going to we're not going to be. I mean, just like it took Congress setting aside dollars here for South Carolina to fix the damage we experienced because of the thousand year flood and hurt the hurricane, all that. I mean, literally, that is what it's going to take. But that became a priority. You know why it became a priority? Because we had a Republican governor, we had two Republican senators, and they went to the well, and Congress said, oh, we're going to do it. But Michigan, it's a, it's a different it's a different song. It's and a different hymn. One thing that's important on Freethinkers, we are we talk about issues, but you guys need to go home and talk about them Absolutely. with your friends. Go to work, Activate. talk to your friends. This is not something that ends here. We start on this the conversation. Show. We give you them, but you need to have a, a very educated and knowledgeable conversation. Absolutely. It's one thing for us to have a conversation about the sky being pink, but we know it's not true. Yeah. And that is why we have part of the reason why Donald Trump is president, because this notion of fake news and fake ideas has literally poisoned the brain of people. And they think about things in a reality that really, really don't exist outside of a fake news story. Gotcha. All right. So the next uh, next up, because this is important, too. Absolutely important is the Dakota Access Pipeline. This is very important. Re- this is a connection. When, this when, is a connection. We, we thought that they had, um, you know, that, that, that the protesters, the Native Americans, had, had gotten respect by protesting the correct way. And uh-huh. now they got with, nah, that joining, that joining last one weekend of, 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 our, of our next president. How does Dave, that work? Dave, everything we talk about tonight is a result of what I call the consequences of elections. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first time coming to the show. I never forget it. There's certain things I never forget. And you and I had, a, it was our first introduction and we had, I wouldn't say beef, but we had a turkey sausage fight about about this notion of Hillary Clinton, her candidacy, etc. And I specifically said on your show, to all your listeners, wonderful listeners, I said that this is the most consequential election of our life. You did say that. And I said it's bigger than Hillary Clinton and it's bigger than Donald Trump. It is what is going to happen after November 8th. I said that. Everybody thought I was bad crap crazy for saying that. But literally, we are seeing as a result of what happens when we don't do our part and when we try to look for every excuse not to show up in an election, not to vote for not just the best candidate, but the most qualified candidate. And what's happened? We just talked about Flint, Michigan. President Trump has not spoken one time during the campaign or post-presidency about the war in Michigan. You know, he did. He did an executive order about the pipeline in South Dakota. He rolled it back because that was an executive order of President Obama. Right. And for those people in those areas who decided not to vote for Secretary Clinton, who would have shared the same policy thinking as Barack Obama, shame on you. You get what you pay for. Right. That's real. Now, how do how do we stand? Because this is something I, I do have to say. I, I, I was going to wait a little while, but I do have to ask this question. Because it was said that, you know, all the things that, you know, you can't blame Obama for this. You can't blame Obama for that. Because Congress, Congress, Congress. How is Trump able to do all this stuff he's doing? It's called power. <laughs> it's called being in the pulpit. The preacher can do a lot when he's in the pulpit. 
because the church put him there. Yeah, and the church, in this, in, the, in this sense, were the voters. So, the American people put him there, so the preacher can do whatever he wants. He can preach whatever sermon he wants. He has the power to do that, right? What, what about the protesters then? They mm-hmm. have the power to voice their opinion, but guess what? Their opinion will not change the pastor for another four years. Three years in 2020. So I think it's important that we continue to organize. I think it's so important that we continue to uh, hold him accountable 365 days a year. I think it's important that we stay informed, stay engaged, and don't let off. But literally, we should have been doing this during the election. When he was out calling Mexican rapists and thugs, we should have been saying, no way, and you know what? We should vote for this guy. When he was talking about rolling back the Affordable Care Act, the 20 million people who have health insurance now should have been saying, no way, we, we can't do that. The women who were marching two weeks ago, no disrespect to any of them, but they should have been marching saying, look, we like our free breast screenings, right? Breast cancer screenings. We like the idea that, you know, a second pregnancy cannot be considered as a pre-existing condition. We like the fact that insurance companies cannot charge us more for insurance than they do men. They should have been marching and organizing in, but now it's everybody want, you know, the pants have been pulled down, ring the alarm is scary as a crisis now and we have to keep that momentum up because we have elections you know in the future but we should have been doing this a long time ago we took our eye off the ball and i think all of us bear responsibility because i think everyone that's in this room knows somebody who necessarily didn't show up to vote for the most qualified person to ever run for the office of presidency instead the people showed up to vote for the most unqualified person to ever run for the office a lot of people are saying that's uh, a lot of that was the backlash because of um and i know we're not supposed to be talking about the election right now we're supposed to be talking about these issues mm-hmm. well, well but, it ties into the know, election but um but but they do say that a lot of that was the backlash because of the way they felt like the sanders uh movement was treated um when the washington silk thing came out the the the, the everline um you know, people, people who, are, who people who I've talked to since the election were like, well, after the after Bernie kind of got messed over or it seemed like he got cheated, you know what I'm saying? Then they were like, we couldn't really just. But David, that's go the biggest that. load of meatloaf you know ever. Because guess what? The Republicans did not have the attitude. Think about it. Donald Trump wiped out the whole crop of some of the most prominent Republican leaders in the primary, and guess what they all did? Regardless of him, his his groping regardless of whatever tapes existed, et cetera guess what people like my dear friend my right wing brother from another political mother they <laughs> they got behind they got behind their nominee and so we gotta get out of this business calling ourselves Bernie Kratz and Obama Kratz and Clinton Kratz we are Democrats when I was younger and I when I learned the business of politics there was no such thing as you know a certain kind of Democrat you either just a Democrat and so we got away from that because we let the politics of the Republicans divide us and put us in this notion of we're a certain group of kind of we're a certain group of Democrats. Lord have mercy. We can't seem to stay on the right topic, huh? This is Lord have mercy by Triple E. Don't forget about the Dakota Access Pipeline and how they decided they wanted to spend money on that but can't spend the money to get Flint some clean water. If only God can judge me what lawyer gonna take me out. Take me out. I'm a man, I'm a man I ain't perfect, but he understands, understands Hope he do, cause I got bigger plans Time is money, her days a hundred grand, hundred grand Chappers rang out, drowned in fear, skillet be killed, rolled up 
John Parker, welcome to Freethinkers Radio. Republican strategist John woo, Parker. Woo, 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 woo. Just, just don't don't give out any additional information. <laughs> so safe the parking lot. Um, Social security number. You ain't doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, wow. Trump gives Stephen Banyan National Security Council a white supremacist. Say that. Oh, but you mean a, a brilliant billionaire oh. businessman, right? That. That has yeah. been successful in her entertainment. Has been a, a, a Harvard businessman. businessman, a U.S. Navy officer. Uh, you know that guy. And here I mean, we go. I mean, here we go. I mean, I mean, and hear me Buckle clearly. Up everybody. Hear me clearly. I mean, a certified white supremacist, white nationalist, white supremacist. They're all the same, in my opinion. Who has zero, absolutely zero um, knowledge in the. Knowledge about the area in which he's put on top of Mr. Trump remove the joint chief of staff. Go ahead. And who else? And who else? Help me. Help me finish. Who else did he remove? Security, somebody or something, right? He removed. removed, This is unprecedented in in our history. Even George Bush's. He did not remove the Joint Chief. That is not correct. And they, the media, wants to sit out here and say they got demoted and so on and so forth. That's not really what we're looking at. That's a really inaccurate representation. He did restructure this in a completely unprecedented way. I agree with that, and I do personally question the decision to put Bannon in that position. Because I don't it's think dangerous. It's, I don't you think You shouldn't well, question it. You should John, 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 I love you to death. But we have to get out of this business again of trying to paint a clouded picture when we know it's storming. That is very dangerous for him to put him in that in that role and position when Restructuring, I call it removing. I think most people see it as removing two of the most prominent people ever that you can have on the committee. I, I have a question. Why is it dangerous? Because for the people who don't know who this really right. is, yeah. why is I it dangerous? Really or why is it not dangerous? It's it's not dangerous. They they the two that have been removed have only been removed from irrelevant meetings. In the article, it specifies exactly that they're still going to be included in the relevant um, meetings. The meetings that specifically involve their areas of expertise. But but my man, we are in like some of we we were in uncertain times that we've never seen before as it relates to national security. I mean, we can play this game like it's not a big deal, but it's a big freaking deal. If I was not in this environment, I would repeat Joe Biden's word. This is a big freaking deal, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they should be involved in every meeting because look, that could be the one meeting where something is said or needs to be said that didn't get said, and literally that puts millions of people's lives at stake. And we can we can play this. 
this game of dressing it up and trying to check a box of politics, but listen, we're talking about people's lives now. That's serious business. If anything, you're potentially looking at a better situation with the Joint Chief of Staff, for example, not necessarily needing to be in a meeting that's about hurricane evacuation because that's not actually something that concerns him. On the flip side, we don't know yet. It's very easy, and maybe it will turn out to be that this is a horrible decision, right? But we don't know right now what that decision is because we have not given it any time to see how this restructuring really looks. Well, well the, the dangerous part, John, is is that he put Bannon on there. That's dangerous <laughs> all by itself. And, and well, you can hate on Bannon no, no, all you no, want. No, no, but, no, I'm, no, I'm you serious. Know. Take take the fact that he's a white nationalist or white supremacist off. We know that. That's that's been clear as cut as day. That's fine. Take that idea off. But the fact that he has no expertise, that would be the equivalent for me going to saying, you know what, I'm gonna start a transmission fixing business. The, the only I, I, that's not my wheelhouse. <laughs> the only thing that he's not making decisions here. He's re relating information. You ultimately have a system, and this is one of the things that people are very upset about and they're very concerned about, and I understand the fear. There's a lot of good reason for it, but there needs to be some faith in the system. Ultimately, our national security system still works the same way it always has. The Joint Chiefs are still in charge. They still have an entire process that they use, and whether it's Bannon that's relaying the information or whether it's the Joint Chief himself relaying the information, that doesn't, have, that doesn't necessarily have a lot of bearing. Right. You, you and I both have played the telephone game or the messaging game when we were kids, where the conversation start off, I can be saying, the sky is blue. By the time it gets all the way around the room, it's three little pigs. And so when you talk about relaying a message, that can easily happen in the con conversation translation. That's number one. Number two, it has been certified as the truth, the fact that Bannon's role in this whole Muslim ban was the reason why the whole green card access conversation came up. So, the fact wait, that wait. people who have green cards now could not, under this Muslim ban, they overrode the, the, the advice <laughs> of people who were in this so area. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, before Bannon got in place, um, what was his expertise? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Okay. Because we, right? we, have, we have a lot of yeah. questions and a lot of answers to be had here. You guys are going to work overtime today. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, we're just going to go ahead. I, I think we're going to get around the water for that one. Yeah, we're going to have to get back to a lot I just want to ask John one more question. Oh, I, I mean this. We're gonna, we're gonna I would definitely that. recommend that you hold on. Hold that question until the break. Please hold that question until the break. Don't forget, this is Asha. Make sure y'all stay uh, Please. <laughs> James Benbow, everybody. Pump the brakes. Hey, and also, right. if you got a question on Facebook, we still got to ask those questions. Because we watch them. I'm looking. I'm reading a lot of your comments. Feel free. Freely. Freely. I definitely think we might need to play Lord Have Mercy again, but right now y'all definitely need to get into the word. This is the word by twelve twenty four featuring Don Electrica. Like a cloud by day, like a fire by night 
ain't true You can't change the weather but they can't change you And I love it when you speak cause you speak the truth Your words bring me to life and make me brand new so, oh my, I know you've been there my whole life Your words remove fear and you got me acting so crazy right now You save me right now, ain't that the truth? We we ain't been nowhere. <laughs> but but I, I really want to ask my friend one question. Go ahead and ask your friend one question. John, if you were in a hospital, would you want a mechanic doing surgery? Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> no, 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 but that's relevant to our discussion because that's what you're getting with Bannon being on security. We council. got it. We got okay. it. We got it. So you did bring up something about the the green card and things of that nature. Um, it, it also talks about in one of the articles we read that the White House is discussing foreign visitors for um, they want their they want to look at their social media and their cell oh, yeah. phone contacts. And so one, no, I was just gonna say my question kind of was um, so are they being asked to open up their social media and their phone contact contacts and everything because they're not American? So for do they feel like? They don't have the right to have their privacy. So privacy protected. is an American thing and not a human right. and not a human, human rights right. thing. Yeah, no, thing. I'm I'm asking. Is that what that is? Legit asking. Yeah. Well, what would be the? What's the? What? As far as constitutional rights, it's always important to remember that our our constitutional rights come from the Constitution or from God, and with social media is not a God given right necessarily. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you have someone from another country who's a citizen of another country. Those American citizenry rights that are from the Constitution do not necessarily apply to those foreign That's nationals. That's what I was asking. Um, so, I mean, there's still human rights things where, I mean, we, we shouldn't torture. I mean, ask John McCain. He's been pretty loud about that. Well, your, your, your president disagrees I'm with not sure. I'm not sure where Trump's at on that one, but, uh, you know. <laughs> so, so, I think we ice skating around a real He's issue. everyone's president. I, I, think, I do. I think we're ice skating around the real issue. The real issue is that Donald Trump um, signed an executive order, which is un, which is unconstitutional, to ban Muslims from certain countries out of the United States. What for ninety days? For ninety, yeah. Okay, okay. Ban, ninety days or ten days. It's a ban. It has caused literally a. It has caused a storm around the around the world for a lot of different yeah. reasons. Number one, we are seriously putting a lot of people who have signed signed up to take a duty in a place that none of us have, and that's to serve this country in places where where we do have real Islam and terrorism and all that kind of thing. We put them in harm's way. Two, we've caused our, our public service workers in airports and a lot of other places unnecessary, uprooted, just chaos. Uh, number three, this is being impacted by real people in a real way, like the Clemson University professor, mm-hmm. who's done nothing but good for this country. And as a result, student. she cannot even get back yeah, into the country student. from students. And when we talk about the ban, look, the reality of it is 911 happened. None of those countries listening on the ban, those people didn't come from none of those countries. And and I and I tweeted this earlier today. Every terror attack on the US soil since nine eleven has carried out by US citizens, not legal residents, not by visa holders or refugees. That is a not an opinion of Antoine C. Right. That is the gospel according to fact. 
Now, the, now the to give you some matter, alternative no, facts. But, but, no. <laughs> one, one more point. One more point, John. The countries, the countries that were not including the bands where where we really had tariff problems in the past, all those companies had one thing in common. Trump has business relations with those companies. Now, now I just I got I got to throw out here that I'm, I'm disappointed. In, in the Antoine and I, this is rare that you'd be actually actively misinforming. I mean, I should rename you Kellyanne. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> like this. Kelly. First Ouch. thing, first thing, this is not an unconstitutional executive order. Second thing is, I'm about sick and tired of hearing the word Muslim ban. Look, Indonesia, okay, okay. for example. So, no, 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 no. I, I gave you your yeah, time. Come on. Right. That's true. Indonesia is the largest Muslim country in this world. And guess what? There's not a single Muslim from Indonesia that is being denied to come into the co- this country. What this is, is a determination that no one, Muslim or Christian, can come into this country from from seven nations. Syria, again, and Somalia, Iraq, um, uh, Sudan, Libya, and whichever the other one is. It doesn't matter. All of these countries, with the exception of Iran, are countries with failing central governments, and all of them are state sponsors of a terror, and all of them are on a, were come up with, or the list of those countries was created by the Obama administration. And Washington Post fact checked the hell out of y'all on that comment. (laughs) Earlier today, there's a wonderful article. There's a wonderful article that the Washington Post wrote, Trump's false claim that his refugees policy is similar to Obama's in 2011. Wonderful well, article. Wait, wait, wait. Um, to to say, to, you can't ignore that all those countries. I have a, we can I have a, think. I have, a, okay. I, have a, I have a. I have a question. Um, <laughs> so, um, because be I, I can, I, because I can, I can kind of, I can see both sides. My my question is the immediacy of the order. The, order, yeah. the fact that the order happened while so people, fast. you know, you know, you have to, you know, you're going to need 60 days to make your travel plans. I mean, you know, what I'm saying, how do you the immediacy of the order? Do you think that that was? What, what, what I think this is an area that at least I can find some common ground with with my friend over here, mm-hmm. and that is is that they did handle the transition of this very poorly. So that's where you get some of the people like uh, the Clemson coach or uh, professor, yeah, excuse Student. me, um, facts. That I, I, I was obviously struggling there. That wasn't okay. intentional. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you have a lot of examples of that, and you have areas where even with the Obama administration, that you have people interpreters, for example, that are you know should have already been given visas. They've had eight years to get this handled and uh, taken care of and they just haven't done it and you know so the blame goes around but no matter what the immediate transition of this like so many things that the trump administration has already done is very cut and immediate right and the transition could have been much smoother however the, it is putting a line in the sand of, look, this is a 90-day, 120-day ban that is to put a stop immediately while they assess. And there is no question. I mean, I would have a hard time imagining anyone would disagree that with the present situation all those countries, <laughs> that you could have any thorough vetting process of the people coming over. John, John, a couple of things. Number one, I think it's the biggest load of meatloaf again that you talk about. <laughs> Um, What's this wrong idea with that? <laughs> <laughs> There's a real question. You talk about this it. idea that this was not about Muslim because it was. Number two, Ruler Giuliani, Giuliani said it on the morning show that Trump called him and said, how do I lawfully implement a Muslim ban? That's, that's number two. That's number two. The fact that you have Portman, our mutual dear friend, personal friend, Lindsey Graham, McCain, 
and a number of other senators, including the acting attorney general of the United States, appointed by Trump, saying, "Wait a minute, we can't do this. This is wrong." That's what I was going to bring up. And so, for, so, so, you want to talk about selling false whatever? You call it what you want, but I'm I'm, being, I'm coming from a real, very real, honest place because this is scary. Because I don't know about you, but I have family members who are abroad. And literally, you know how this stuff go. A little child can walk up to a soldier and say, acting as if they want to give him a high five, and could literally have a bomb that will blow people away. That's all in the how name of one of, of my friends, Islam. And has. so we can't play wow. this game about these things that are really, really serious. And if it wasn't that serious, if it wasn't a big deal. I don't think you would get Republicans, particularly those who have a possible election coming up you won't see them coming out against president-elect considering he just wiped the map in the election so i think this is a little more serious than people think right and the other reality we have muslims here in america you know what i mean and like at any point in time i mean we don't know i mean don't take this the wrong way in any of you but we don't know what crazy muslim out there is here in the united states already as a citizen who wants to do something that could be detrimental to a lot of people so we just have to we have to really be careful about how we promote I mean, some of these in things reality in we don't know what crazy anyone, anyone can do yeah, let's, yeah, let's be honest i was right. just chatting about this like there are so many people that are born here in America that are not of Muslim um, beliefs that they're not they're that's not their religion and they, they, they blow yeah. some stuff up. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I said I said crazy Muslim, but I'm saying uh, I'm using that example. Columbine. It could be crazy anybody. Look at Dylan Roof. I mean Dylan Roof is a terrorist. The guy from San Bernardino, California, terrorist. The Orlando nightclub, terrorist. Serial killer in Greenville. They just they. I mean so yeah. So, so all I'm saying is, yeah. all I'm saying is, we just we have to be really careful about how we treat treat certain segments of people, and a lot of times these decisions are made, John. No offense to you, because I love you to death, but they're made from seats of privilege. I well, the I, heart, look, I agree. <laughs> the harsh reaction you're having is probably <coughs> exacerbated by the fact that it's maybe done with political inexperience. You know, we've got a team that has no political experience, and it was done at such a sharp start. Mm. If it had been a slow introduction, you might have had a different reaction to it. There might have been a much easier introduction into society and response among the people. But, but my mm. man, it, but might, even, even, even people of his own party said this was poorly vetted, right? Yeah. It was poorly vetted. We have some of the toughest vetting policies in this country. We yep, do. and we that is, those are great points, and we are going to feel free to think <laughs> free, <laughs> guys. <laughs> Look at that. James. Best brought it back to God. All right, y'all. I don't believe This it. is Back to God by Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre made the show. Of mama's crying. Or do you turn away when you see the face of the innocent dying? In these darkest days. We gotta give this world back to 
Up next, this is Hope in Front of Me by Danny Goki. That's what we need right now. We really need some hope in front of us. <laughs> Y'all don't even understand. Trying to make it on faith in a struggle against the wind. I've seen the dark in the broken places. Oh, but I know in my soul, no matter how bad it gets. I'll be alright There's hope in front of me There's a light I still see it There's a hand still holding me Even when I don't believe it I might be down but I'm not dead There's better days still up ahead Even after all I see There's hope At the end of the storm you finally find Where the hurt and the tears and the pain don't fall behind Thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, we're just going to continue with this conversation. I want to know, like, okay, what is the point of the 30, the 90 days? Like, what's supposed to happen in 90 days that they put the ban? It's called get a political reaction to distract from other broader issues that are going on, like these dangerous appointees like Bessie Duvall, <laughs> who will be a disaster for education yeah, in this country. Yeah, that school system looks scary. Jeff Sessions, a racist for Attorney General, and it's called Do This to Get My Crowd Who Voted For Me Riled Up to Take the Attention Away from Millions of People Who Marched Around This Country to Protect Women Issues, to Take the Conversation Away from Stuff That Impacts Real People. and. Whether you voted for President Trump or not, whether you agree with him or not, he has done a masterful job of distracting us from the real issues at hand. Because guess what? In 90 days when the ban is lifted, if he doesn't continue it, these quote-unquote bad dudes can come in the country now. And, but, but here's the real issue. The people that try to come in this country, like from, they are running from like war. I mean, they're like mothers and kids who are running from, from like war. They're not coming here to be silly, right? They're coming here because they really want to get away from horrific situations. And we have a strong two-year vetting process, one of the strongest that a lot of people have seen in a long time till, you know, every you know, every John Cool Blue just can't cruise their way to the United States. Wow. Well, again, if you don't have a central government even that you can literally it is not possible 
for you to do a background check on someone. I don't know how strong your vetting process can possibly be. And I will, I'll say personally, I do think that this is very serious, uh, all levity and jokes aside, you know. Yeah. I, this is a very serious issue, and you are, are very right. It bothers me that we do have a situation where we want to, want to constantly call this, say, a Muslim ban, because that does create more division, not less, mm -hmm. rather than addressing a real yeah. issue that we have enemies outside of our country that do want to kill us mm -hmm. right. right right that's not about being muslim it's about being radicals that are terrorists that want to kill us mm -hmm. but, and in but, addition but there are people to that who are non-muslims if we're taking us, if right. we're talking about the refugees yes they are coming from tragic absolutely awful situations and i really my heart <laughs> goes out to them but i look at the situation and go what is better for the world and for those nations, for those people to resettle in the United States, where the odds of them going back to their homes in Syria or going back to their the areas they're fleeing is very, very, very low, or for them to be resettled somewhere nearby in a place like Turkey and have a higher probability of going back. Because if we take every single moderate force out of these nations, how are we going to get anything but more and more extremism that mm -hmm. ends up creating more and more of these exact so I, same but, but issues? John, who's to say they're going to be extremists when they come here? I mean, people want to come to this country. No, because I'm saying they the want... exact opposite. I know, but I'm saying. I'm people... saying these are probably the good guys. But, we need them there. But, but why, why can't we have them here? Too. I mean, America's always been this mm. place of open our arms and let's squeeze, you know, squeeze well, you and embrace you. Now, the, real, the reality is we're a sovereign country. Our government can choose to, to have a sovereign border however it chooses to keep and maintain that border. Whether that means building a wall, whether it means no wall, whether it means chain link fence, or whether it means letting anyone or no one in. You know, the reality is we're a sovereign country that comes with sovereignty is maintaining your borders and immigration. Nah. Now, along with that, I think we're, we're sidestepping the real issue. We can't change what's going on. Yes, we can in a few years when we can vote for representatives that might have different you know, opinions and represent us in state. Now, however, we're Christians. How do we respond to this? We can't change the political government. Like we, we can't change the political status right now. We can't. We can talk all all we want about this, but the reality is, we are believers, and we've got to do something. But, but we've got to do something well, to represent the gospel. To do yeah. 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 But that same attitude and approach by quote unquote Christians were the ones who organized like crazy against Barack Obama and every move he makes. So we can't just. Sit I disagree back. with you. No. I think it is very much a conservative movement against. It's a reactionary. It is. is it is very much on a political. Uh, on a political spectrum, it is a pendulum swing. My man. What do you see when you had George Bush? You had an extreme swing to the left. And then with then with Obama, you had an extreme swing to the right. That is just that's where we are I, right I now. We're it, in a state of flux. What I'm saying is there have been Christians organizing like crazy against Barack Obama. You know what I mean? I so, wouldn't say it's necessarily Christians. All I'm saying is it's we're not debating this issue. That is not the issue that we're trying to solve. The reality like how is, do is how do we respond? Yeah in the mindset and with the heart of the gospel. Uh, Antoine, I, I, I'm confused here. I, you're saying that Christians are organizing against Obama, is that correct? I said they were. I mean, they were, oh, well, and, and again, I'm just trying to make sure I'm following this. I did not remember Reverend Sharpton or Reverend Jackson being out there organizing against wait, wait, but, President but John, Obama. You know as well as I know, there are several groups of Christians, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, wait, again, this is something that bothers me that is consistently happening, and, and it, the there's no surprise that we're more and more divided as a country today, right. because we are not ever looking at the things that unify us. Right. Instead, yeah, we want to go, wait, 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 that's a different type of Christian than me. 
And I'm sorry, that's not my faith. That's true. That that's not true. my faith yeah. at all. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe you do too. And so why is it that I have to see that you're this type of Christian and I'm that type of Christian and then go ahead and label it? I, I just don't, I, I don't I, feel that. I, I don't agree with you that we should all highlight the things that we have in common more so than things we're not. But the reality, we can't ignore the things that we, we differ on. And we political. There are Christians. There are Christians who literally believe, and you can. It's not my job to judge, but there are Christians who believe that it's okay to be pro-choice. Ultimately, ultimately, it doesn't you know matter. I mean? The reality is the gospel. We believe what Jesus came and did for us, right? Right. Yeah, so everything else, yeah. everything else is semantics and figuring out issues. Yeah. We are called to love people as the same way Christ loved others. You know, like loved us. So, so, so does like, that mean keep them? Is that does that mean keep them away from the well, country? See, I'm, I'm just saying, asking. I say no. I say we got to struggle with both I'm sides saying, because on one side we got to protect our country. On the other side, right. if right. you're trying to force them out, then you talking about radical. <laughs> talking about somebody, my family in danger. Make make me have to come that's, in. Make me have to come. Guys, that's guys, what I'm saying. Guys, we let, work through guys, that guys let's let, let's not fool ourselves, right? We this is 2017. From then till 2016, nobody was talking about literally having these quote unquote bans. You can say what you want about the Obama deal, but the Washington Post cleared it up for you. <laughs> nobody was having this conversation, but it was one of those things that Donald Trump campaigned on that he said he wanted to ban Muslims. What has he done since he's been in office? He has tried to check a box on everything that he's campaigned on, and this is just another box that he can say to his constituency when he's already filed for re-election, that's at the election commission, in my first whatever hundred days, my first hundred days, I did the things I was going to campaign on. Repealed Obamacare. He's trying to do that. The Muslim ban. All these other things. Isn't that what you want so, in a representative so democracy? democracy? So he's doing what what he well, said. Right. He was gonna do. Not not, not because people. not because these people literally pose some, in my opinion, pose some serious threat tomorrow. Because they posed a threat before Donald Trump was president. And had Hillary Clinton won, they would have been posing a threat. But I guarantee you, her priorities yeah. wouldn't have been trying to ban a Muslim ban because can, that's what. Can I say something that I think is just very important? Every time I turn around, I'm hearing somebody say, if Hillary was president, well, she's not. <laughs> At the end of the day, what we got to realize is ultimately, and especially as people who call ourselves, like, call ourselves Christ followers, we have to understand that living in the past gets us nowhere. Well, it just, it just depends. We also, but we, the, you know what, I mean? what I'm saying is living in the past is going, get, going to get us nowhere. Focusing on the hypothetical when it's not something that's going to actually be projected, that can actually be projected in the future, will get us nowhere. And dividing ourselves over things that really don't matter all that much is not going to get us anywhere. Sitting here saying, oh, well, you know, I hate Trump or I disagree with Trump, and so I'm just not going to support Trump and I'm not going to... we got to stop focusing so much on everything that we disagree with. Obviously, we need to bring these things to light. Obviously, we need to have conversations about these things, but we also need to pray for our president. I don't think too many of us are really doing that. I do it every day. <laughs> I pray for every leader. Well, that's good. But, Keep but, doing but, that. <laughs> what I'm saying is everybody, but, we, but, but, we but, all need but, to focus. But, but to your point about, quote unquote, living in the past, let me remind you, Hillary Clinton, it wasn't about her. It was about the things that she represented and the voice and the projections of the policies she represented. And I, get that. Is, Same with I Trump. get that. But, 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 but here's my point. In the future, there will be people who will run for office, whether it's Congress, whether it's governor, that will represent the same things that Hillary Clinton wanted to represent in the government. So we have to really distinct the difference between one point of view and the other if we want to really make change in the future. Uh, no, I, 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 I completely say, understand that. I'm simply saying, all I'm saying is that the idea of constantly bringing it back to if she was president. We have to stop hating on the fact that Donald is president 
And I'm not hating on fat. All, all I'm doing is highlighting what I think what's being said yeah. is you have to learn from the past also. Well, so basically, because at the end of the day, almost like how we were talking about earlier, it's a lot of this Donald Trump presidency is based on a misunderstanding of primaries. Right. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that, 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 that's really what this boils down to. The, 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 you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, honestly, with, with the reason that it was so hard to, uh, you know, to get to get a Trump, to get a Hillary over Trump or whatever, or to keep Donald Trump out was because in the primaries, unfortunately, the large activated base didn't get their person. Well, here's the thing, and nobody talked about and issues. And, so when I saw, and nobody There's never about a point issues. Donald Trump won a majority of the vote. That is important to right. understand. He won pluralities, never because there is a difference between a Trump Republican and a Republican, and that the fact of the matter is the Republican Party in the primaries did not, as a majority, choose Donald Trump. But I, I do want to skip back for just one second. I really appreciate what you're saying because I do think we need to find some of this common ground. Mm-hmm. We are talking about immigration policy. One of the examples is is that Donald Trump also this week has said, you know what, I want to get rid of, make a priority to deport criminals. If you're uh, you're here illegally and you did a crime, I want you gone. Well, I, I remember not that long ago. And the Republicans were kicking and screaming over this. Barack Obama or President Obama said, "Would or said, hey, I want to make a pri- or deprioritize deporting other people than criminals." Mm-hmm. Okay, what I find amazing here is both sides are yelling. Oh, we don't. Both sides are yelling, but. Um, while they're yelling at each other, they're actually looking at the same goal, and they actually agree on the same thing, which is, if you're a criminal and you're here illegally, why don't we go ahead and send you home? John, here's the thing I think that uh, gets lost in the immigration bill, in the immigration discussion. There were Democrats and Republicans who wanted to work together to pass... Like our friend Lindsey Graham. Like our our dear friend, our personal friend, Lindsey Graham, who wanted to pass reasonable immigration laws in this country. There were people who fought the issue tooth and nails, True. right? True. And so, and, and they didn't fight it because they thought it was unchristian. They fought it because it was politically in their best interest to do. And so, this idea that we're going to change that—I mean, that's the—I mean, that's maybe I'm a political BS. romantic over here, but I really, 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 really hope that somehow in all of this disastrous breakup that is happening in the country, that at the end of it, we get to the airport and we go kiss and make up and actually find some unity and move forward. Absolutely. I agree. I, I actually, I'm on that plane with you. <laughs> I really, I... I'm an I, Uber. <laughs> I have a hard time. Like, I want us, I want groups like this to be sitting around talking and and to be able to go off air and to laugh and hug and love each other and it be more than I mean I see the separation and the hate spewed so hard that it's just I mean it's like unfollow 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 like we have to step away from okay there are issues that we totally disagree on hands down but there are lots of issues that we actually do agree on so yes we know we have to move forward still looking at the past saying how can we learn from it because clearly we as an american people have made some big mistakes okay let's just be honest here in many different elections we have made some big mistakes and so how do we move forward from this together because guess what unless 
some of us are moving to another country, we're in this for the long haul, guys. And so fighting and arguing is not gonna do anything. Coming together and saying, okay, like how can we, we may disagree, but how can we move forward? That's gonna be super important. But the way we move forward is by calling a spade a spade, right? We can't, we can't. Well, first it's gonna be loving each other. Sure, but, but, but in order for, like I have to be able to trust the fact that you're gonna be honest for before I can love you. That's in any type of relationship. And if John is not, John and I are dear friends, and you will, whether it's private or public, you will say Trump screwed up on this or Republicans should. I, yeah. I, I try to be a little honest. Yeah, and, and until, <laughs> but until we get to that, until we get to that place, the only way you get to that place is by having discussions. So until we get For to that sure. place, there's no way I'm going to be able to trust anybody who may not necessarily have the same passion about the issue as I do. Look, so, I think the bottom line is everybody wants their kids to go to good schools. Everybody wants good clean water, including the people in Flint, Michigan. Everybody wants livable wages. Everybody wants to be treated fair and equal. Everybody wants their right to vote. And so I think we all agree on those things, but we cannot fool ourselves that Republicans are trying to suppress the right to vote. We can't fool ourselves they won't fund Flint, Michigan water, etc. Absolutely, absolutely, and we we're, we're actually going to talk a little bit more. Yeah, I hope y'all follow us on Facebook Live because if you're watching on the podcast, I'm sorry, you about to get cut off. <laughs> um, uh, but but, uh, but since we're since we're since we're in the in, in the final, uh, but before before we continue on, I'd like to thank uh, thank my brother William from the Change from coming in today. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. My man, my libertarian brother. Yes sir, yes sir. We we make, make sure everybody's represented at this table, brother. <laughs> Absolutely amazing once again, Antoine C. Wright. I'm glad, to be, I'm glad to be a part of this family, David. Thank you and you and the yeah, staff man. and all the people who support you for what you guys do because the only way we are going to be better is if you are um, the vehicle to get information um, out there. So appreciate it, appreciate it. Your first time, not your last time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. Joan Parker. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you all for having me. Seriously, this has been a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. we appreciate yeah. you I love guys. the jokes. He came in with the jokes. He was ready. He was like, let's I do know. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and thank you, Cynthia Hardy. Cynthia Hardy helped, yep. all, helped, all, helped yeah. put all this together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, thank you. We all stand on the shoulders of Cynthia and Jim Hardy. <laughs> ain't that something? Ain't that something? I'm trying to tell y'all. Hey, yeah, we we we're getting ready to get out of here. Uh, as far as the podcast goes, uh, bye bye. We, 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 we about to talk a little bit more about this. I told y'all y'all working overtime today. We we got we have to with get some the, angel wings. That's right. Absolutely, oh, yeah, absolutely. Cause we cause we gonna eat and um and, and all that. And I don't want y'all to hear all that on the podcast. All that smacking. <laughs> Feel free to think freely, y'all. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Stick around. Uh, just go watch the replay on Facebook Live. Absolutely. Understand. Understand. Also, um, yes. The, this, these discussions. The reason that this platform is absolutely made for this. Yes. Because. Yes. Um, um, unfortunately, though it doesn't always come across looking or sounding lovingly, I will tell you this: that our country is balanced by yeah. extremes. Our country is balanced by extremes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they keep getting further apart, and then and then all of a sudden, when this extreme becomes heavier, all of a sudden we fall this way, just like Brother was saying. When this extreme goes this way, all of a sudden we start falling that way. And yeah. and only way that we're able to keep this country balanced is if those people can find common ground and balance this thing out. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And so and so we basically put this forum together, put this whole platform together to do that. So we can have libertarians, we can have strong independence like myself. <laughs> What, what is it again? Right wing? No, no. <laughs> Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, to be clear. <laughs> right wing major. 
Yeah, right wing nut job. Thank you. Thank you. Wait a second. Did I just thank you for calling me? He didn't do that. I know. He was like, flame and liberal. Thank you. I'm the black flame and liberal. There you go. So, if I may, his arms are open to all. As far as the east is from the west. Searching for one who will worship him in these last and evil Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate.